The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. And now it's time for a Deep South legend that's been keeping it real here in Atlanta for over two decades. It's the Buck Baloo Show, only on The Fan. Time for the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan Live at the Battery Atlanta. Are you listening on 680 AM? Maybe 93.7 FM. Or you could be streaming online at 680thefan.com. Click and watch the show. Or get that fan mobile app driven by Beaver Toyota of Cumming. And let them wow you. See them up there and coming almost every day. And they look like they're wowing people. So uh, check them out. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online. DT ready to go today. DT, what's happening? Just ready for another great day on the Buck Blue Show. Buck, how are you? Man, we're doing well. Doing well. Looks like the rain's back. Yeah, it happens around this time of year. Won't be too bad. Can't complain after the great weekend. We're going to break a record, I believe, on Thursday. What's that? With a temperature. Oh, yeah, it's going to get nice and warm for late February, right? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully spring's not too far away. Sounds like golf weather's not too far away either, Buck. Neither is Buck's big take. Buck's big take. All right, a shout-out to the Falcons fans out there. The franchise tag window is open, and we will soon be reading the tea leaves, which is something I really enjoy doing. Reading the tea leaves on one Lamar Jackson. The first clue should drop in the next two weeks. It's not if the Ravens will tag Lamar. It's which tag will the Ravens hit him with. If it's the exclusive tag, Lamar is off the market for the price tag of $45.6 million this season. If it's the non-exclusive tag of $32.4 million, then that exposes Lamar to the market. Other teams can sign him to an offer sheet which means the Ravens can match it or trade him to that team for a minimum of two first-round draft picks. So how will the Ravens play it? The Falcons wait and watch, ready to pounce. And so do the Titans and the Saints. The guest here says Mr. Blank will go all in on Lamar. Give him that guaranteed big money contract that he's been demanding of the Ravens, and the Ravens have not been willing to give him. And by the way, check out the market value for Lamar Jackson. Six years, $244 million guaranteed, or 40.6 per year. Stay tuned, because this is about to get real. And this will have to happen over the next two weeks. So the franchise tag window is now open for business. 
Rise up. And boy, the sales team in the other room's all about this topic, man. Are we really going to go after Lamar Jackson? They've been making a lot of sales calls here at the first of the year. So I guess they have not been paying attention. We are already after Lamar Jackson. So stay tuned. He and the Ravens are so far apart with the negotiations that they've had. He's already turned down six years, $133 million or $22 million a year. And why wouldn't you? I mean, all these other guys are getting $40 million a year. And they didn't offer up the complete guaranteed contract offer that Lamar is looking for. Now, let me uh, remind you, too, of the way we went after Deshaun Watson. Offering up a lot of big-time guaranteed money. So we've already set a precedence here on going after a big-time mobile quarterback trying to bring him in here to Atlanta. I wonder if another precedent has been set, Buck, because just a few years ago, a guy talking about this being a guaranteed contract in the NFL was almost laughable. Nobody was doing that. Nobody was signing big, huge, long contracts, fully guaranteed. And now that has some of these guys, that's that's the bottom line for them. They have to have the guarantee. That It's just funny how that has shifted in a really short time. Yeah, and don't we all want guaranteed contracts? I want a guaranteed contract for 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think we're going to get one. I'm just saying. I'm not done talking Falcons, though. We've got a lot more to get to. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Yeah, so the window's open, and it's decision time on our right tackle, Caleb McGarry. The exclusive tag would be $18.2 million. Sign him up. He'd be off the market. The non-exclusive tag, well, again, other teams would be able to negotiate a offer sheet for McGarry. And then the Falcons would be set up to at least accept two first-round draft picks. Yeah, no problem with that here. Market value, best I can tell, Spotrack, four years, $71 million, or $17.75 million per year is what the franchise or the market value is. Offensive tackle, still a premium position in the league, Buck. Now, see where ESPN's Bill Barnwell, you know Bill? Recognize the name, yeah. Barnwell saying the Falcons are hope. Hoping to negotiate a long-term deal with McGarry for around $12.5 million a year. Four years, $50 million. That's a that's a bargain. That's a little under market value. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll take that in a heartbeat. Let's sure. do that. Yeah. McGarry and his representative are thinking, no way, man. Not doing that. Or the Falcons could let McGarry go. Not franchise tag him. Draft an offensive tackle in the upcoming draft. That would be affordable and a rookie deal. And then sign Lindstrom to a long-term big money extension. Because Lindstrom is one of the top offensive guards in football today. You know, I'm not a big fan of Caleb McGarry. I mean, why did it take a contract year for him to step up and play his best football? Or did it 
take him four years to uh, figure it out, which seems like a long time. Now, I know he fits what the head coach wants to do, and that is run the football. He's a strong run blocker, but shall I say an average or below average pass protector? Not exactly what I'm looking for out of one of my offensive tackles. So I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm thinking maybe is, it, we... is it what Arthur Arthur Smith is looking for in one of his offensive tackles? Though? Well, that he can run block, but he can't protect the quarterback. Wants that road grader. He's improved. That'd be crazy, though. I mean, you're blocking. in the National Football League, man. you got to protect the passer. That's why they need a This guy's below average. But here's the thing. The Falcons have so many pressing needs all across the board that they may want to just... You know, tag him for this year and kick the offensive tackle decision down the road a year. Address it next season. They've got the room, right? They've got the money to spend this season. So without committing, as you as you mentioned, without committing to a long-term deal. I just can't imagine, though, if he was tagged with that non-exclusive tag and had the ability to negotiate with other teams. I just can't see any teams at all that would be willing to pay that price or yeah. uh, pay the price of two first-round picks to the Atlanta Falcons. That's hefty. I don't see that happening either, Buck. It'd have to be a heck of a bargain. Because everybody else has got a quarterback they want to protect. This guy can't protect the passer. Now, he can run block. Yeah. I'd just soon move on. Take a young tackle in the draft. Just about to say, some of the the Falcons in that number eight spot, a prime position to get one of the top Well, tackles. I didn't mean right there. Oh, okay, you're talking about yeah. a little later, maybe the second, third round? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're you still, are you still a, stuck on corner? No, you, uh, of course. I know what you think they're They're probably going to take a big receiver. <laughs> and not a Georgia player. And right? a player that's not from Georgia. <laughs> yeah, I think we can all pretty much guess that. That's their MO, huh? So there you go. That's how we got it started today, talking Falcons football, baby. Don't you just love it? I get people all the time, why are you so hard on the Falcons? Because I, I'm a Falcons fan, and I'm tired of losing. How about that? Is that good enough for you? I'm a Falcons guy. I've always been a Falcons guy, and I'm sick and tired of losing. You want better for him. I want better for me. What's been, what, what is it, I Buck? want my Sundays to be better. You're up over 50 years of research on this, right? Yeah, and typically we're going to have a losing season. I've been around long enough to realize that. And here we go. We just keep trucking along. Keep on trucking along. Oh, you know, we'll be better next year. Uh, rarely does that happen. All right, coming up on the other side, man, we're talking uh, Braves baseball. Spencer Strider, what should you be expecting out of Spencer Strider? And make sure you got those shades on. I know it's overcast out there today, but we go into the club. You got the Buck Palooza show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. Shades on in the club. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. 
You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Got the Buck Blue Show here on the Fan 680 and 93.7. Hopefully your Tuesday's off to a great start. Appreciate you hanging out with us here on the Fan. And want to invite you to come on out and play a little golf with us. We've got the Chili Dip Open coming up at Bears Best Atlanta. Tee off your golf season with the Chili Dip Open, benefiting I mean, First Team Metro Atlanta. Here. We're going to roll with it. I'm going to play. Come on out and be a part of it. Going to tee off on Friday, March the 10th, at 12 noon with a shotgun start. Your foursome includes green fees at one of Metro Atlanta's finest courses. This is my home course, Bears Best Atlanta. You win, you get big-time trophies. You got great raffle prizes and, of course, all the chili you can eat. Outdoor venues, so no problem. Probably be a good uh, wind blowing that day. Chili Dip Open, benefiting First Team Metro Atlanta at Bears Best Atlanta, brought to you by Bears Best. Harris Cherokee Casino and Resort, Hennessy Jaguar, Land Rover, Gwinnett, Kroger, Beaver Toyota, Anderson Power Services, and Tito's Handmade Vodka. Book your foursome today at golfnow.com or at bearsbestatlanta.com. Two ways to get signed up and ready to tee it up. Man, I got the golf fever. Watching all that action over in Hawaii, then over in uh, L.A. and Phoenix as the PGA Tour makes its way to Florida this week. DT, I'm ready to go tee it up, brother. It's always a good time at that Chili Dip Open. The first major of the year for you, Buck, right? Yeah, man. I've been putting out in the backyard. I got a little small putting green. Ooh, look at you, Buck. Oh, I think I think I remember seeing that on uh, some social media a few years back. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm getting ready, trying to get ready at least. Also ready for the brave season to get underway. Let's break it down. Let's chop it up. Today on the show, chop it up for the latest on the Braves. It's time to go chopping. Yeah, chopping it up, man. Brave storyline number fifteen. Spencer Strider. Will he take a step forward or a step back? Many people thought he was the rookie of the year last season. Started the year in the bullpen, quickly made his way into the rotation, got 20 regular season starts, 
11 and 5, 2.67. Now, if you think that's impressive, listen at this. 131.2 innings, 202 strikeouts. 10 quality starts out of those 20 starts. His average velocity, a lot of people care about this these days. 98.2 miles per hour. Try to catch up with that, Major League Getters. So, uh, coming into year number two for Spencer Strider, what he's what he's focused on, as I understand it, is to go deeper into the games. Go a little bit deeper. Last season, he went six innings 50% of the time. Got to find a way to get three more outs. You see, Freed and Wright... They pitch through six innings 70% of the time. Now, it sounds like a small deal, but it's not. You want the bullpen only to have to cover up a couple of innings when you get the start. So Spencer's looking to go deeper. So how does he do that? Well, he's developing a third pitch. And that would be the changeup. Because right now, he's a two-pitch guy coming into the season, looking at last year. He threw the four-seam fastball and the slider 95% of the time last season. 95%. Threw the changeup less than 5% of the time. By the way, MLB hitters, batting average 136 off that changeup. Swing and miss on the changeup 45% of the time. That's really impressive. And if I was Spencer Strider, that would be telling me, man, I've got to continue to develop this changeup because it can be an awesome pitch for me. If I've got three quality pitches, I will go deeper into the games. And uh, most of the time, the bullpen's only going to have to cover the uh, eighth and the ninth inning, get six outs when I pitch. Now, he finished the season strong last year, September. He struck out 44 of the 98 batters that he faced. His last 10 starts, six quality, nine starts of two earned runs or less, six starts of nine or more strikeouts. I mean, this is a bad man, the Spencer Strider. He's so bad, as in good, that he's changing his jersey number. He's going to 99. And it's a tribute to Rick Vaughn from Major League, the movie. Wild thing. Remember Charlie uh, Charlie Sheen playing that character? Well, Strider's a big fan of the movie and a big fan of that character. So he's making the move to number 99. Glad he's got a little bit more control than old Ricky Vaughn there. So what are my expectations for Strider? Well, my expectations are for Strider to go out and dominate. I mean, he's got that fastball, that four-seam heater that they can't catch up to. I mean, that thing sits at 98. And then he's got that filthy slider at 86 as a batter, right? I mean, to hit the 98, you got to be anticipating, okay, here comes fastball. And then he throws the slider at 86, and the batter, you can't, you can't recognize that until it's too late. 
So that is a tremendous one-two pitch combination. And now he's looking to develop that change up. My goodness. Talk about filthy. Dude's going to be dominant. So I'm expecting a minimum of 15 wins. And I'm expecting Spencer Strider to be in contention for a Cy Young Award. Minimum of 15 wins, Buck, and a yeah. Cy Young. I, I give you credit. I think you were the one that called Kyle Wright 15 wins last year. I think it was 12. Was it 12? Okay, you said 12. But yeah. at the time, we were all like, wow, that's, well, yeah, that's, that's lofty, time. Buck. And then he ended up, what, 21? At the time, they were saying, blue, you crazy. <laughs> I, I, thought, I didn't think you were crazy, but I thought, yeah, that's lofty expectations for such a young man. But well, it's what easy. are your expectations for uh, Spencer Strider this season? I, not, much, not too dissimilar from yours, Buck. I mean, there's not much reason to believe that he were regressed. Sometimes, you know, the film catches up, guy and guys around the league can catch up with him. But, um, oh, they're not going to catch up to 98. That, that, it doesn't seem like that, Buck, with the physical tools. And you mentioned the with the slider and the changeup um, next to unheadable. Now, you asked me that, and I did mention, if there was one thing, maybe extend the starts a little bit. Go a little bit deeper yeah, into the game. Yeah, that's what he's looking to do. Right? That, so, uh, and that third pitch should help him do that. I'm not, uh, yeah, anything we get from Spencer is just fantastic. Go get him, kid. He just signed a six-year, $75 million deal. He will make $1 million this season, $1 million next season, $4 million in 25, and then it jumps up to $20 million in 26, $22 million in 27 and 28. Who knows what the market will be by then, Buck, but he should be a bargain hopefully in the next, obviously, these next three or four years. I'll tell you what, dudes, man, he is throwing that four-seamer up there, and people can't catch up to it. He looks like he's, he's he's easy to root for. He looks like yeah, he's a good, he's, dude, he's a good kid. Seems to have a good hat on his shoulders. For uh, because sometimes we forget how young some of these guys are. These kids in many cases. So proud of Spencer. And we got Nick and Chris down at Brave Spring Training, and every week those guys get to do the business of sports segment, and it's presented by Southern Company. Man, if it's impacting business in Atlanta and the local sports scene, then they've got it covered. Business of Sports presented by Southern Company, building the future of energy for all the customers and communities they are privileged to serve. Nick and Chris have that for you every week here on The Fan. And uh, pretty much, uh, you know, three days a week at a minimum, we're doing the top five here on the Blue Show. The best in college football and the NFL. Five, five, four, three, three, two, two, one, one. Top 5, presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood yeah, store man. at acehardware.com. Ace, Ace, Ace. I love hearing Fennerin sing the Ace tune. He nails it, too. Yeah, he's dude can sing. Every time, yeah, just a, a beautiful voice there from Brian Fennerin when he's supporting our friends up at Ace. All right, Buck, a mostly top five, or a mostly NFL top five, I should say. A little, uh, a little yeah, extra I'm focus on that. the draft. Yeah, so first off, um, a lot going on up in Indianapolis, Buck. What do you make of the situation with the Indianapolis, uh, Indianapolis Colts from the coaching staff on down? Yeah, well, I saw the big news coming down. They've hired Jim Bob Cooter. JBC. Oh, Jim Bob, all right. Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> now, he was an Eagles analyst last season. And then I believe he was also with Peterson down with the Jaguars. Now, he's coached with Jim Caldwell with the Lions and Colts. 
So he's worked with Peyton Manning, Matthew Stafford, Jalen Hurts, and Trevor Lawrence. He's been building a resume, that Jim Bob Cooter. I just like saying the name. Former Tennessee volunteer quarterback, Jim Bob Cooter. And uh, that that new Colts coach decided they were going to bring in Jim Bob Cooter to be the new offensive coordinator. So I think it's a good move. Cooter's been around some really talented guys. And the Colts are one of those teams desperate to add a young quarterback to the roster. So Jim Bob Cooter, he's, he's helped out these young quarterbacks. Look at the resume, and he's going to help out whoever the Colts are able to get in there. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, look for the Colts to be able to grab one of those two guys. So the buzz lately, Buck, is that the Colts are talking about trying to move up all the way to that number one spot. Yeah, they want who they want. Do you, have you heard one of the names that, they, that it turns out they want? Maybe not as much Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud? No, I, I don't are, believe that. That is a Anthony Richard. Screen. You don't believe the Anthony Richards? No. Remember uh, it all? No, because Anthony Richards. I found that surprising myself. He is so raw. Absolutely. So raw that he is years away from playing at a level that could help the Colts win. That is a smoke screen if I've ever heard one. Well, there you go. Buck Blue, Buck Blue reading the tea leaves for you folks. All right. Moving over, uh, or staying in the AFC, I should say, Buck, the Bills preseason Super Bowl favorites last season. It didn't work out. What do the Bills need to add to get them over the hump? Uh, they need to tell their quarterback to quit turning the ball over. Ooh, yeah, so it's not about personnel or anything like I that. I do have him as one of the top five quarterbacks in the world today, though. Certainly in terms of just raw talent. You know, I think what would help them is to add some speed at the receiver position. I think Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee would be a great fit for them. This guy is, uh, you know, he was getting deep, it seemed like, every week. There's a lot and of Stephon Diggs last last year for them. Gabe well, I'm Davis. I'm saying Diggs, you know, it's not a, a no. That's what I'm saying. He, 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 well, yeah, I, I would tell you, you were crazy if you said that, Buck. Stephon Diggs, fantastic, but he needs some help on the other side. Gabriel Davis didn't didn't do that for him. Isaiah McKenzie out there, he hasn't. He's well, become he's, more of a kind of role a role player for them. Yeah, short to intermediate guy, kind right? of guy. Yeah, slot receiver. So they need so they, a guy on the outside. They need yeah. a big timer. I think Jalen Hyatt would give them that speed outside a playmaker to go with the playmaker they've already got. Now, I know it gets a little cold up in Buffalo, and it's, it's hard to run fast when you're cold. But I'm thinking Jalen Hyatt would be a great fit for them. That's a good call, Buck. Really open up that offense, man. All right, Buck, talking about quarterbacks, give us three big quarterback traits that the NFL team should be focused on. What do you look at when you're evaluating a quarterback? Well, the smart teams. Yeah, yeah, don't let, tell Let us. me just say oh. what the... Uh, <laughs> What the impressionable uh, hand size, st- stupid teams are focused on uh, hand size, arm talent, and 40 time. You know, for me, the top traits for a quality NFL quarterback are number one, accuracy. So you can you can throw it accurately, short to intermediate to deep. Uh, Number two, decision-making. Consistently good decision-making under stress. You're back in the pocket. You're not looking at the rush. You're focused downfield. 
You're getting rid of the ball out on time. And you're making good decisions, not turning the ball over. So, number two, decision-making. Number three, the ability to create. So, let's say protection breaks down. You can, number one, escape the sack, get outside the pocket, throw the ball on the move, or pull it down, pick up a first down, and get down. I think you got to be able to lead, too, but... Three things, accuracy, decision-making, the ability to create. Those should be the top traits you're looking for in a quarterback in the National Football League. Well, they'll get a chance to uh, exhibit some of those with the NFL Combine just right around the right around the corner, Buck. All right, moving over to Dallas and the NFC. Should Dak Prescott be worried, Buck? Worried what about what? Supposed? I don't know. This is That's just what I, what I have here. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I saw <laughs> getting replaced? Jerry Jones, he's intrigued by C.J. Stroud. Oh, yeah. D- Dak has been under some scrutiny. So, would they move on from Dak? Well, I He's just, got a big old contract. I get a kick out of this. Uh, Jerry Jones intrigued by C.J. Stroud. Every team in the league is intrigued by C.J. Stroud. So Jerry's not the Lone Ranger here. My goodness, Jerry. I keep seeing Stroud There's further no down the draft board. There's no way the Cowboys are getting their hands on C.J. Stroud. I think they draft 26th in the first round. 26. You have to give up some picks to move this up. This guy's right. going in the first three picks. Come on, Jerry. Crazy. So nothing for Dak to be worried about in that. No, in heck no. Even with those 15 interceptions. All right, Buck. Close, he yeah, threw last right. season. Closing out the top five now. Speaking of quarterbacks that um, certainly have unsure futures, Buck, where will Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr end up next season? Oh, I love this. You want me to read? You got to You got to read the read tea leaves, Buck. Read the tea leaves. I I'm love you on the spot, reading the tea you on, leaves. On, 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 on the spot. Tell, give us a team. For Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr. I'm going to say Garoppolo replaces Brady and Tampa with the Buccaneers. The, the prodigal return, prodigal son returns, yeah. And then Derek Carr goes to the Jets. And they end up losing again. I was again. just about to say, man, those yeah. poor Jets fans are not going to like That's that. That's what I'm thinking. High expectations, and then they'll jet all over the place. <laughs> Top 5 on 680 The Fan. Atlanta's sports station. I think I love the five just so I can go. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, the podcast park. Wanted to check it out. We a lot of us have these podcasts besides the shows. They asked us a couple of years ago to do more, so I thought that'd probably be a good move if I did more. And now here we are. We're we're going to drop episode eighty-two coming up here probably uh, later today or tomorrow, episode 82, more on the Braves and the storylines that I've been touching on during the shows over the last couple of weeks. Now, Braves legend Dale Murphy will join me in episode 82 to help me break it down. So that's Buck's Beat, focused on the Braves right now, and can't wait to talk to Murph. And then excited for you to hear what Murph has to say in episode 82. You can find that at The Podcast Park, brought to you by Associated Credit Union. All right, grab those shades. It's time to go to the club. Shades on in the club. I know it's Tuesday morning. And I know probably the clubs aren't open yet, but we we going. Get those shades on, brother. You don't care what those people say, right? 
Saying, Blue, why you got those shades on indoors? Going to the club, man. Quarterback club. I want to talk shades about... Shades on in the club. I want to talk about Hendon Hooker. Right after I talked about Jim Bob Cooter. Hendon Hooker getting ready to go to the combine. Now, look, because of the knee injury, probably not going to be doing drills at the combine. But what he will be doing is allowing... Every one of these uh, team doctors to take a look at the knee and see where the knee's at. Because is the mobility going to be there? Are you going to be ready for training camp? These are important questions. These teams that are interested are going to want answered. So they're going to be checking out Hendon Hooker's knee. Uh, draft projection on Hendon Hooker. Uh, the ceiling, we're looking at round two, so day two of the draft. You got teams like the Saints and Titans that would love to add a, a young quarterback. Uh, looking to take him perhaps in the second round. The floor for Hendon Hooker would be day three, round four or five. So he's going to go somewhere in the middle of the draft. You don't think there's any way he sneaks in the end of the first round? No, he's he's not a first-round pick with that knee injury. Now, look, the NFL scouts and personnel guys, they like him because he's the prototypical NFL quarterback. Measured end at the senior bowl, measured end at 6'3 and a half, 220 pounds. So in the pocket, he can see the field. He's accurate, short to intermediate to deep with the football. And he can extend plays prior to the knee injury. So he can get out of the pocket and run for a first down. Which comes in handy. Now, one of the things that's going to hold him back, and there's some doubters and critics out there, is the Hypel offensive scheme that he ran at Tennessee. And, you know, not to dive too deep into this, but what the Hypel offensive scheme is, is basically we're going to spread. It's going to be an ultra-wide spread. The widest receivers on both sides of the field can reach out and shake somebody's hand on the sideline. Trying to make the defense uh, spread them out as much as you can. (laughs) And then you do, as a quarterback, you do a lot of counting. Counting defenders on one side of the field and so you're predetermining where you're going with the football prior to the snap. NFL scouts don't like that. They want a quarterback that can run a pro style system and then determine where they're going with the football after reading the coverage after the snap. So there'll be some doubters out there with Hooker because of the scheme that he ran under Josh Heifel. No drills at the Combine. Some of these teams, uh, you mentioned things that don't mean anything, but uh, as I understand it, down in Mobile at the Senior Bowl, his hand size was rather large. Uh, Ten and four-eighths, which would be the near the top of NFL quarterbacks. You know, I like Hendon Hooker, and I tell you what, I tell you what I really like about him is he's tough. Uh, did you see that Georgia game? Dude, he got knocked around big time and kept coming back for more. I want a quarterback that's tough. And I think Hendon Hooker is exactly that. Shades on in the club. I think somebody's going to take him in that second round.
All right, you can take the shades off now. We're going to leave the club because it really wasn't open. We just barged in on them. Just busted in on a Tuesday morning. They say, Blue, what you doing here, man? The club ain't open yet. We ain't seen you in years here at the club. Hey, 680 The Fan, have you heard? We've got our 30th anniversary going on, and we are looking to qualify one of our listeners for our 30th anniversary spring training promotion. So you need to be listening to The Fan each day between 6 a.m. and 8 p.m. When you hear the Braves' home run sounder and the Braves score, that's your cue to be the sixth caller and get qualified to win the Braves' beach and brew trip. We're going to qualify 30 listeners with a shot to win Weekend stay at the Wyndham Grand on Clearwater Beach. You're going to be living large. Tickets to the Braves versus Pirates game where you're going to spend an inning in the booth with the announcers. And then you get an $800 Delta gift card, $100 to spend on whatever it is you want to spend there at the ballpark. And then you get a pair of home opener tickets here at Truist Park. To get qualified, just stay tuned to 680 The Fan all week. As we celebrate our 30th with the Braves Beach and Beer Trip giveaway, compliments of Atlanta Sports Trips, the fan's official sports provider, sports travel uh, provider. And then the trips don't stop with spring training. Tune in Monday to learn how you get qualified for March Mania and our next big trip giveaway coming up in March. Time for the roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs. And it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, 49, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. <laughs> table and i'm talking about darnell washington that qualifies right even though his eligibility is up won't be playing for the dogs next season well he's still a bulldog and darnell washington is getting ready to to borrow a phrase ready to wow him at the nfl combine coming up i mean when this guy walks in the room you're thinking oh my gosh this guy's got to be an NFL tight end. Six foot seven, 270 pounds. And when these NFL personnel guys, they throw on the video and check out Big Darnell, what they're going to notice immediately, he's an elite inline blocker, knocking defenders off the ball, sealing the edge in the running game. But that's not it. They're also going to see an athletic and skilled receiver when he's out running routes. You're going to see him flexed out in the slot. You're going to see him in the bunch formation. You're going to see him in the X-wide receiver spot, split out wide. And you're going to see him on these 50-50 balls. Big Darnell is going up over these cornerbacks and making the play. A big target in the middle of the field, easy to see, great hands, very athletic. He's going to wow them at the Combine. And what you're going to see is Darnell Washington is going to be a first-round draft pick. Now, best I can tell, they're big fans of him at Beaver Toyota. Best I can tell, you've got about eight teams looking for a tight end in the first round. you got the Bills at 27. 
The Bengals at 28. Joe Burrow. Oh, wow. Man, he would love Either Darnell Washington. Oh, please, Buck. The Cowboys at 26. The Packers at 15. The Texans with two first-round picks. I wouldn't be stunned if they took him at 12. Jaguars. Trevor would love this guy. Down in Jacksonville, they pick 24th in the first round. Steelers at 17. I could see him in a Steelers uniform with, with uh, Pickens up there. And then the Eagles at 30 would be another team that would look to maybe add Darnell Washington to their roster as a first-round draft pick. Buck, it's, from what you're saying, it sounds like Darnell Washington would fit on just about any NFL team. Yeah, I've got eight teams that really need a tight end. As the uh, research staff here on the Buck Ballou show came up with, if uh, if uh, the Bills opened up, got a a wide receiver like you like you said, a speedy outside wide receiver to open up the the offense, take the top off the defense, as we say, and then you throw Darnell Washington in there. I, don't, I guess they can't get both of them, but whew. yeah, they won't get both. You can add a, a another wide receiver somewhere else that can run. I tell you what, they're going to be some personnel guys excited to see Darnell Washington show up at the combine. I mean, he's an impressive-looking dude when you see him walk by. Very large human. I mean, you go, wow, my goodness. All right, coming up next on the show, can Ole Miss make the college football playoffs? Next season, I'm talking about. We'll hit it next. You got the blue show. <laughs> got the blue show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Time is going down history, baby. the Buck Baloo Show, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday. We try to squeeze it all in. There's some other topics and content I would love to hit, just don't have time. And want to invite you to come on out and hang. Uh, we've got the golf season underway, as you know, and we've got putt for the Porsche. That contest is now back. 
Enjoying Chuck and Chernoff Thursday from 2 to 6 at the PGA Tour Superstore in Kennesaw for your chance to qualify to sink a putt and win a 2023 Porsche Macan from Hennessy Porsche North Atlanta. Finalist also receives a Breitling Avenger watch from Brown & Company Jewelers, regardless of the putting outcome. And then everyone who qualifies gets an M-Craft putter from Mizuno. Can you believe it? I'd love to have one of those. For more information and official rules, visit 680thefan.com. Qualify for your chance to putt for the Porsche. Thursday, 2 to 6, PGA Tour Superstore, Kennesaw. Brought to you by PGA Tour Superstore, Hennessy, Porsche, North Atlanta, Brown & Company Jewelers, and Mizuno. I play those Mizuno irons. Mm, tasty. <laughs> Time for the College Football Nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Can Ole Miss make the college football playoffs this season? Well, not if they collapse like they did last season. <laughs> you know, for a minute there, they were they were top ten material. You called them out, though, Buck. I remember early in the season, you said Ole Miss was a fraud, and yeah. you were right. Yeah, now, can they make the playoffs the upcoming season? Well, some things have to happen. Like that transfer quarterback, Spencer Sanders. He better play lights out at QB. Or maybe Jackson Dart elevates his game and plays a lot better this coming year. They need a quarterback that's going to be top 10 QBR in the upcoming season to lead a top five scoring offense. All right, that's number one. Number two is Pete Golding, that former Alabama defensive coordinator. Uh, Saban said, you're going to have to move along. And he went over to Oxford coaching up Kiffin's defense. And, dude, he better have brought some of those <clears throat> techniques and schemes over to Ole Miss because the Rebel defense, they better bring the Land Sharks back because they got to improve that run defense. They were terrible last season, the run defense. And then they've got to be better on third down. So, Golding, pressure's on, man. Got to step it up on defense. And then finally, number three. For Ole Miss to make the college football playoffs, there are a couple of big road games. They need to at least win one of these. At Alabama. At Georgia. Hmm. Tough challenge there. Got to at least win one of those. And there's your nugget today. Try to give you some college football every single day, even during the offseason. Time for the final word. Time for the final word. Brought to you by Howard Brothers, keeping Georgia green since 1955. All right, I'm going to get off the air and go into one of our other studios. Man, I'll tell you, 680 The Fan Studios here in the Battery Atlanta has got to be the best in the country. Not the Deep South. The best in the country. I'm going to step in one of our other studios and sit down and hang out with my, one of my all-time Braves faves, Dale Murphy. And we're going to share some of that with you on tomorrow's show and also on Buck's Beat Podcast, Episode 82. Excited about giving you that opportunity to check out Murph and what he's got going on. Ran into him a couple weekends ago. 
Yeah, he's got that restaurant over at Cumberland Mall, Murph's. And he's spending a little more time in Atlanta these days. So looking forward to that. We'll share some of that in the next couple of days. It's going to do it for my show. I know. I can't believe it's all the time's already up. Nick and Chris coming up next live from the Brave Spring Training site. Hope you'll join me tomorrow. Until then, have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nerney? Okay. Thanks a lot, Buck. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.